What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And we are angry. Another injury. And it's almost like, is this 2019 all over again? Oh, my goodness. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Stay tuned. We're going to get into it. And we're back. So, as I said, we are angry. Cannot believe this. Aaron Judge, injured. With an injury (laughs) dating back to last year. You know, this spring has not started out well for the Yankees. Let's see, who was first? James Paxton. James Paxton, all of a sudden, back issue. That one, as we discussed, there was nothing you could do. There, it was something kind of, you know, it, it was like sudden. You know, they had, they had tried to go a couple of different ways with it, but they worked quickly with that one. So can't fault them for that. He's going to come back in, I'm not sure when he's coming back. I think May was the last. Hopefully that is the still is still the timetable. Then who was next? Giancarlo Stanton. No surprise there. I know he's had a couple of fluke injuries over his last, what, eight years. I think he averages about 113 games per year. He got hit in the jaw once. Uh, he broke, I think he got, he broke a, a bone in his hand with a fluke injury. I can't remember what that one was because he was with the Marlins. But since he's coming to the Yankees, we've got leg issues. We've got what? Back issue, you know, calves. I'm a little concerned. He's, what is he? Is he 31? And the Yankees have him till maybe he's younger because he still has what like 10 more years left he's going to be with the Yankees till is it 39 so he might just be 29 wow if this rate keeps up he's going to be Jacoby Ellsbury you know I know there's a lot of people that say oh well the Yankees got him for nothing well you might have got him for nothing but what are you getting out of him right now and I know There was a couple of months he carried the team when Judge was out in 2018. But last year, what, he played six games and then that was it? Then comes back for the playoffs? Wow, it's it's scary. This is going to look, it's looking right now and, you know, we try and keep positive. But this contract is going to be an albatross on them. It's going to be an albatross anyway. Guy, you know, uh, like this at 37, 38, 39, those are three completely lost years. You know, mark the tape on this one. Come back to March 7th, 2020, and, I, <laughs> and we'll see if that's true. I don't know. Maybe they get a great year out of him, and, and then they unload him to the Dodgers, although they just got Mookie Betts. They're, you know, what are they, what are they going to do taking Giancarlo? It's it's really frustrating. You know, he's got a grade one calf strain right now. 
who knows what that's going to lead to. You know, you hear people talk about it and it is an injury that these guys, uh, takes a while for them to come back with. <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm so angry about this. And we're going to get into a something new on this. So bear with us right now. So who's next? Luis Severino. Here's where it really gets annoying and frustrating and a lot of anger. He was dealing with something back in the playoffs. Then, over the winter, he complained about it again. Then, right before spring training, I think he complained about it one more time. Then he comes to spring training and... Bam, Tommy John surgery, which, you know, everybody could can say, well, look at Didi Gregorius. He came back after, what was he, just a little, little under a year or maybe a lot. He, he actually bounced back really fast, but he's not a pitcher. And I don't think Didi was 100% last year. I think, I think he came back and was rushed. So with a pitcher like Severino, He's had other injuries last year, pretty much a lost year. This year is a lost year and still a young guy, but these are prime time years. Could be like Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler lost about two and a half years and has come back to pitch well, but is that something you want to see? Two and a half years? 2020 right now? You're going to tell me this is going to be good if 2021 is lost and 2022 and then he comes back for 2023 without a full year of health in. Who knows what's going to happen at that point? And he did that. What is he under? A four-year extension he got? And you could say, yeah, it's low, $10 million a year. But that is three Lost years, and how old is he? Is he like 24, 25? So you're going to lose him. Let's let's just go back, because right? I don't even know. Let's say he's 23. I think he's more like 24, but just for argument's sake. Losing, well, we could say last year. Let's say last year he was 24. We're losing 24, 25, 26. Those are big years. That is, that is like... Prime time for a pitcher. You know, it can go a little bit later. And, you know, some guys who don't have a injury history can go into their 30s. But the way Luis Severino is, you know, they've talked about him being small and how injuries are tend to go a little bit more with guys who are a little bit smaller. You know, you look at him and he's in good shape. He looks like he's one of these guys who wants to compete in bodybuilding instead of baseball. And I know I've said this before, but it's really, really frustrating all this. And I'm going to be a broken record about it again. But stop with the bodybuilding. Get a baseball body. I've said it time and time again. Derek Jeter, he focused on baseball-specific activities. He's not in the gym trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Giancarlo Stanton, another one. And 
I guess you can't really say it about Judge, who we're going to get to. But Judge having a few issues here with his health. And he's another guy who's in really great shape. But it's not, I don't know if he's doing baseball-specific activities. He looks like he's in trying to be in the gym, looking like Mr. Universe. So let's get to that. And uh, first to report this. Roger Gill, my brother. <laughs> That's like all those people on Twitter. The uh, the reporters, they'll they'll do a story, but they'll be like, first on it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> my brother Roger, checking in again, being the first to inform me about this judge issue. And last show, we talked about this quote, shoulder maintenance. And I'm like, what is his shoulder maintenance? He's not hitting. And now it turns out he's got a fractured rib. His first rib, which I guess is up by your pectorals, by the chest. And they say surgery's possible. So I'm like, you can remove a rib and be fine? I've, I've never heard of that before. I, I don't pretend to be a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. I had no idea that you could remove a rib and be fine. I guess maybe is it like, you know, when, when up by your, your uh, pectoral muscles, you're, you know, but don't your ribs start a little higher than that? I guess not. I guess it's like right under that. Maybe there's a, maybe that rib's small. I don't know, Mario. Get your medical encyclopedia out. <laughs> Look that one up. I had no idea. I did not know that you could remove a rib and be fine. That would be a good, that would be like a comic book story. Like a guy gets a, 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 rib, a rib removed and that's his uh, like secret spot that an enemy is trying to go for to kill him. <laughs> or uh, uh, that's like Game of Thrones or something, right? Speaking of Game of Thrones, you know, may, maybe we'll have to get this in the Mario 5. I know um, some people have said when they, they like when we go into some pop culture stuff. I did see that uh, Apple series called C, S-E-E with Aquaman, Jason Momo Momoa. Mo I don't know how you pronounce his name, who was Cal Drogo on uh, Game of Thrones. That dude, he was awesome in that. And um, he is... Um, Big environmentalist, I like that. He's a, he seems like a good guy. But um, that show's got him in it as the star. And it's a really good concept. If you have Apple TV, go check that show out. I, at least I like the first episode. Um, some people say it's a little, little hokey and a little bit um, funny when it's not supposed to be funny. But I love the concept. Love the concept. Very comic bookish in terms of, of what it would be. Um, uh, graphic novel, I should say, not comic book. Comic book people start thinking about like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. It's it's not like that. An Aquaman like him. It's more like um, futuristic uh, Game of Thrones, uh, post-apocalyptic type stuff. It's good. It's good. I liked it. <laughs> A really clever concept. But anyway, let's get back to Aaron Judge. <laughs> removing a rib. Removing this rib could be a potential uh, solving of this issue. Now, here's the deal. 
they are thinking that this dates back to, is it playoffs? September? September or October? Uh, dive? Obviously, if it was September, it was not the playoffs. But I can't remember what they said it was from. But how do you continue going through the winter with this hurting? Is he trying to be like Derek Jeter and be like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, but it really is something? You know, Derek Jeter played through a lot of stuff. That guy, he, they said he would be so banged up, but he would still go out there. Guy, obviously, uh, incredible Hall of Fame career. Everybody can't be like Jeter. Jeter, man, he, tough dude, really tough dude. And speaking of Jeter, me and, it was funny. Me and Susanna last night we were asking Alexa the net worth of all these people. And I guess someone, she read somewhere, someone had a meme or something uh, that said, you know, Mike Bloomberg dropped out of the uh, presidential race. And he spent close to $600 million on his advertising of his own money, guy is, so if we had to look up, we had to ask what Michael Bloomberg's net worth is. And it was, it's like $110 billion. So $600 million to him is like, what? It's, it's like a drop in the bucket to him, which is incredible. But the point of this was, what I thought was fascinating and crazy was this meme or whatever someone wrote said, Instead of spending all this money on advertising, Bloomberg should have given every U.S. citizen, which there are, I think it's like three, two, no, high 200 million, which I would, I thought there would be more people in the United States. Aren't there like a billion people in China? And we've only got like, or maybe it was 300, 300 million. I thought it was like 286 million people, wherever it is. But they said if he would have given a million dollars to every U.S. citizen, he might have won the presidential race. <laughs> oh, that is mind-boggling. So he had to start looking up all these other people. Jeff Bezos, he, you know, he probably he calls um, uh, Mike Bloomberg a pauper. Probably he's at two hundred and I don't know what is he at two hundred and twenty-six billion dollars, and he had that divorce where he had to give his wife like half his money. So. <laughs> I'm sure he made more in, that was like two years ago. And she instantly became the richest woman in the world or America, something like that. So that's just crazy. That's just crazy. But hey, that guy, he could give, he could give every U.S. citizen $2 million. Imagine that. Imagine if the whole world became millionaire, the whole um, United States became millionaires. Man, I don't know why they're not doing that. That would be amazing, right? <laughs> I would vote for Jeff Bezos for president if he if he gave that all that money away. But anyway, the point of this was I looked up what Derek Jeter's net worth is, and he is at $220 million net worth. And I was like, good for him. There's a couple of conflicting ones. One said 186, one said 220. But anyway, Derek Jeter, millionaire. He could give everyone in this in the United States like what could he give? $100,000 and still have plenty of money. <laughs> Man, I think all these stars should uh, pool their money and give everybody in the United States like $25,000, right? That's not that much. 
for everybody in the United States. All these people have tons of money. Eddie Vedder clocking in at $100 million. Dave Grohl, I think, was one, 186 or 286 something like that. I was like, wow, holy cow. The, the amount's mind-boggling. And then when you, when you look at that in terms of the population in the United States, like I said, I, th- I thought it would be more. But anyway, getting back to it. <laughs> wow, that was a tangent. Hope, hope you guys hung in there for that one. But anyway, hopefully you did. You know, that's kind of that's what we do here. <laughs> we get ridiculous. But Derek Jeter, guy, tough, 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 tough. And maybe Aaron Judge is like, I got to be like Jeter and, and think that, you know, I got to play through this. But here's the question. Where is the Yankees medical staff? And this is another thing my brother brought up, which I thought was great. You know, he, he said they fire their conditioning staff, which everybody thought, oh, you know, something's got to be up with these guys. But what about their medical staff? What is going on with their medical staff that they're not checking in with these players? You know, all these guys make a tremendous amount of money. They are basically the value of your team. Why aren't there, like he said, my, this is my brother bringing up, why aren't there like a postseason uh, early meeting where everybody gets checked out? Maybe they do, but why did they not find this on Judge. Why not run tons of tests back in October, November? Get this sorted out. Like Severino, he complains about this. Do all the tests. This is ridiculous. It's spring training and now all this stuff is going on. Now, and the other thing they do is this wait and see. Let's wait and see. Let's give it two weeks and see what happens. Forget this. I, I You know, go in. These guys, you know, when I... I had a, I think I brought this up on the show, spontaneous pneumothorax, which is basically a collapsed lung that happens in an instant. And I was in the hospital and they were, they didn't want to go in and do surgery because I'm not playing for the Yankees, believe it or not. Back then I was not playing with the, for the Yankees, but they said, let's wait and see. But their wait and see was like three days before they were going to go and do surgery and close up this hole in the lung. You can't do that with Aaron Judge, Luis Severino. These guys are important pieces to your team. So to do this sit back and wait approach is ridiculous. Go in, do surgery, okay? The way surgery is getting now, it is less and less invasive. And a lot of times what was a major surgery 10 years ago is nothing now. This one, you know, there's, there's all these reports on what the comeback time could be for Judge. Now they're saying, let's wait for two weeks and see what happens. I say, forget about this. If this guy is dealing with this injury since October, now you're going to think that two weeks is going to make a difference? Unbelievable. Fire this medical staff. I don't even know who's on this medical staff. I'm sure they have to keep doctors on, right? I'm sure there are doctors full-time on this staff, at least I think, or maybe they're doing their other practices or something uh, and they only work for the Yankees part-time. I don't know, but get a doctor. Pay a doctor millions of dollars. He's not on uh, the the roster where it's going to go against the cap and the luxury tax. 
is not a cap in baseball, right? It's not considered a cap. That's that's other sports, the luxury tax, because they can spend whatever they want. That doesn't matter. Spend millions on a doctor and keep him there. Have him travel around to every player in the offseason. I don't care. Go wherever they are. Check them out. Like monthly. Sure, any doctor would love to do that. Or not any doctor, but there's a lot of doctors out there. Really great doctors who would love to do that job. And check these guys out. And don't wait until spring training. And then say, oh, okay, let's wait and see. Just do it. Oh, my goodness. It's frustrating because now Aaron Judge, not going to be there for opening day. And it's a good thing the Yankees have a lot of guys, such as Mike Talkman, Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar. Because now these guys are becoming really valuable. Outfield right now as it stands, Brett Gardner will be starting because Aaron Hicks is still out. Who knows when he's coming back? Guy signs an extension and is, and is out. I do like Hicks, though. He, had, he was very important last year in the postseason. He had that uh, home run down the line against Verlander, right? He came back, was pretty impactful. Last year he had that. Remember that catch last year against the Twins? Oh, man, that was, that was sick. That was sick. And he had the home run that game. That was a crazy game. If you missed that game, man, I don't know if they're showing it on Yes as a Yankee classic, but that was an instant classic. I was so stoked I watched that game. With the score, the score was crazy. It was like it was like 13 to 11 or 15 to 12, something like that. But anyway, that outfield, you've got Brett Gardner, Miguel Andujar has been out in left field, and I really haven't watched any spring training games, but he looks decent out there from what I gather. I don't know. If you guys uh, know, definitely send us a message. Clint Frazier can't really play the outfield. Uh, he's pretty. He's really shaky, but DH, put him at DH. Mike Talkman, hopefully he continues uh, the year he was having last year. You remember, I felt really bad. He was like one of the guys who got injured who I was I felt really bad for because he started to really turn it on, especially in July, August. You know, uh, when do you, I think he got hurt in September, right? Uh, August. He was he was I have to have at least a three hundred average o- over in in August. He was really performing well. But is he going to continue that or is he going to regress? It's a lot of question marks. A lot of people said when Severino went down, oh, we'll be fine. We were fine last year. But that doesn't translate to every year. It's not like you can have all of your star players be down and like, oh, yeah, next man up is going to work this year. Not so fast, my friend. We'll obviously see, but hopefully Mike Talkman can be in the mix and play well. You know, maybe Miguel Andujar. I haven't seen the latest. I know they tried him at first, and he did not look so great there. From what I hear, maybe left field. Maybe it's Miguel Andujar, Gardner in center, and Mike Talkman in right. I don't know. I like I like Talkman in uh, left field. I like him in left. Maybe um, Andujar in right. I don't know. I don't know. 
what the latest is. I know I last I saw he's only been playing left, so maybe not. Maybe Talkman is in right. You, know, you need somebody with a, a well. I think they both have strong arms. Miguel Andujar seems to have a strong arm, uh, from what I can recall. Anyway, like I'm saying, it's a good thing that they held on to those guys. And Clint Frazier, you know, guy can hit. Keep him in there as your DH. This this might turn out well that he did not get traded. Oh, anyway, that felt good. Felt good venting about this. <laughs> oh, man. Frustrating. Frustrating. Anyway, let's get out of this. And we've got the Mario 5. So stay tuned. It's coming up next. Hey, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, there's lots of ways. And we love hearing from the fans. So, email yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on all our social media, Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod, Instagram, Yankee Crazy Podcast. Go to the Facebook page, give us a like there. And if you're listening on the Anchor app, there's a great voice memo so we can listen to your voice, give us some opinions, give us a word for the Mario 5 even. That's it, guys. Get in touch. Thanks. We are back. And we are back with the Mario 5 favorite segment of the week where I get to talk about crazy things. <laughs> Go off on tangents. Oh, also gets me to kind of relive some of those glory years of the Yankees. That's, what, that's probably my favorite part of it is thinking back to those glory years of the Yankees. 90s early 2000s, 70s. All right. So without further ado, Mario, the first word, please. Berry. Berry. Daryl Straw. Berry. How about that one? Daryl Strawberry. You know, he just did a show on the Ed Milet show, uh, Ed Milet podcaster, who I like. Although, I got to say, Ed Milet did an interview with Aubrey Huff. And Aubrey Huff, man, that guy is, he's, he's a nut. He is a nutter butter because he did not get invited back by the San Francisco Giants for their 10-year reunion of their World Series team that's going to happen this year. And he said some re- he said some really crazy stuff about like political stuff, about world stuff, about going and um, going to what like Iran when Iran was doing stuff and like kidnapping their women and bringing them back as slaves. Like the guy is a, he is out there. He is crazy. So when Ed Milet, I saw so I got an email saying that he was interviewing. Aubrey Huff, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And my let personal development guy, uh, very positive, uh, really, I think I've talked about him on the show before, but great podcast. Um, but uh, Aubrey Huff, I was like, oh my goodness, dude, crazy. But anyway, he had Daryl Strawberry on. I have not heard this one yet, but it's probably a good one. Daryl Strawberry had a, um, you know, he's had some rough times and uh, has come back from a lot of adversity, addiction, 
I got to check that one out. But anyway, Daryl Strawberry came up with the Mets at what, like 1920? Kind of those um, Dwight Gooden years. Dealt with some issues, dealt with a lot of issues. And I guess he goes into that in the podcast. Went to L.A. and then came back to New York and played for the Yankees. And how many World Series was he on? Two? Straw? Did he get two rings with the Yankees? War number 39. He was one of those guys that Joe Torre used with the Midas touch. He was one of those guys where Joe Torre would put him in the lineup sometimes uh, like just randomly that he didn't play like one game and then Strawberry would come in and go off. Really, really loved when Strawberry came back uh, to New York and play for the Yankees. It was it was really awesome. Loved it. Straw. Getting those World Series. And he's supposed to be a nice guy too. He's supposed to be a really, really nice guy. I know someone, I, there was like a friend of a friend uh, one time said they met Strawberry in a hotel or something. And um, really nice guy, they said. Really, really nice guy. So I'm glad he is dealing with his issues and uh, better. I'm sure I'm sure battling addiction is a constant thing for him. So Daryl Strawberry, he is the man. Really, really big fan of Straw. Anyway, Mario, that was a quick one, right? <laughs> that was a very quick one. The next word, to, and you know, just so you know, if you're listening to this, I don't get the words beforehand. This is, this is like real. Like, I am just seeing these words for the first time. Mario puts them up, okay? So don't think that I have these and I, like, ponder them. And this is, like, instant. That's why it can go a little, <laughs> it can go a little sideways till I get to something. All right, Mario, without further ado, the next word, please. Maybe we need to do the, the YouTube show and, and so people can actually see this. <laughs> or live, do a Facebook Live or, or Instagram TV, right? Anyway, the next word, moth. Moth. Well, my son Jackson's going to a um, uh, a sleepover uh, birthday party, and they want to watch the the kid whose birthday it is. They they want to watch Godzilla. So I never saw the latest Godzilla, but I remember as a kid watching Godzilla on uh, the four thirty movie. Anybody anybody in New York? Remember the 4.30 movie? It was a movie. That's right, at 4.30, <laughs> if you guessed that one, on, I think it was ABC. And they would do weeks. They would, one week was Monster Week, and they would do the old Godzillas, like the ones that they made in Japan and were all dubbed, and Godzilla was funny. Oh, my goodness. It would be like... Godzilla and Godzilla versus, wait, this is where I'm going with this one. I don't know if we'll get to the Yankees yet, but um, it'd be Godzilla versus Mothra. So, you know, we didn't know if this movie, uh, if if Jax would like, like it or maybe, you know, who knows? I don't know how scary this movie is going to be. <clears throat> I don't like horror movies. I, I wasn't sure if Godzilla was like a horror movie going to be scary. So we look it up and it's PG-13 which is fine, but it's really more of an action movie. And they, all the, all the monsters in it look like 
just dinosaurs. But Mothra is one of them, I read in the description. <laughs> I was like, Mothra? That was from back in the day. So they are, they are uh, recycling uh, Mothra and Godzilla. You know, the special effects are incredible now. Back then it was like, <laughs> it's so comical. It was really, really funny. But where am I going with this? Uh, so Moth, Mothra, 430 movie. That was back in the 70s. I could say, you know, back in the 70s when I was like obsessed little kid about the Yankees. You know, as everybody knows, you know, we do the show from the Greg Nettles uh, uh, studio. Greg Nettles, my favorite all-time player. He still is my favorite player. You know, it's something when you you are a kid and you you like a player, it's just it just transcends, right? He just, oh man, he was awesome. He was so awesome. Really would love an interview with him. But, you know, that 70s team, they were tough. They were tough dudes. I would love to see who went on the, the, the IL. You know, it's interesting. You look at some of the statistics of Thurman Munson, that guy as a catcher back in the 70s, you know, less gear, he was tough. He hardly had any stints on the DL. It was the DL at that time. And now it's the IL. I, you know, we've talked about this. <laughs> so I, I was still, DL is just such a better name, but um, like we've talked about previously, I guess that offends people. So we don't want to offend anybody. IL. But Thurman Munson, man, tough guy. Greg Nettles, tough guy. Who else was out there? Chris Chambliss, tough guy. Remember Chris Chambliss, that, that video in what, 76 when he hits the home run? to uh, send the Yankees to the World Series and he goes and like, he like is running through the crowds of people. It's insane now. Imagine, back in the 70s, people jumped on the field at Yankee Stadium (laughs) and they ran and he had to like run through a crowd of people. Reggie, remember when Reggie hit the home run, he had to run through the crowd of people, but Chris Chambliss comes through and he like nails somebody at home plate. Insane. That's gotta be, it's gotta be scary. Imagine that now. Nobody would wanna do that now. They'd be like, whoa, people are nuts. Anyway, do we get there with Moth? Mothra? <laughs> All right. Mara, the next word, please. It is stitch. Stitch. Well, stitches. Aaron Judge going under the knife. No, that not doesn't necessarily have to have stitches. You know, they do these crazy operations where they go in all sorts of different ways, but, you know, which... Luis Severino has stitches. You know, they they take what they take a ligament from your leg for Tommy John surgery, and they bring it uh, up to your elbow and they attach it. It's it's like it's like Frankenstein. It's crazy what <laughs> they are doing. And how did they ever discover that? Man, I would uh, Mario do a book report on <laughs> on that. Do a research paper on how they discovered to take that ligament <clears throat> from your leg and put it in your elbow that's nuts that's crazy i'm sure they're gonna be like growing they're probably the next thing right they're gonna be like growing ligaments or or doing some sort of like um crazy bungee cord type thing (laughs) into your arm where they don't even have to take it from your leg but i would imagine with aaron boone taking this rib um which it's got to be a good size i was just thinking about i was saying it's got to be it must be small to take out 
it's got to be a, a pretty good size uh, to be in your rib cage. Maybe it's like one of those smaller ones, but if it's a fracture and it's small, is it is it really bugging him that much? Obviously, it's bugging him that much, but I don't know. This is crazy. Do another research project on that, Mario. <laughs> but he'll have stitches because you can't go in. I, I would imagine you can't go in and um, remove the rib like that. Um, which is kind of crazy, you know. Speaking of uh, when I was saying how they're gonna might have to go in and surgery and do surgery on me when I had the collapsed lung, but they, which was crazy, they stuck a breathing tube into my lung to clean out any liquids that were in there, and I had that for days. And they did not know what they did. They like jammed it into and threw my ribs on the side. I still, I have a scar from it, but they never had to heal it up. They never had to stitch it, which is crazy. They just, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. They take this tube and they're like, okay, I guess they numbed it up and they were like, <laughs> it just like goes right through your skin and they like tape it. It was, it was pretty nuts. I think they actually did a stitch with the tube into me holding it in. Wow, that was nuts. That was nuts. That was like 10 days in the hospital down at uh, St. Vincent's on, what was it, 13th Street in Manhattan. It's gone now. It is gone. But that was wild. Anyway, I would imagine they have to open him up and like take like a, a, a bone, you know, you get through a rib, you got to do a, a like a bone saw. Is that what they have? They, I'm sure they have this little like like grinder wheel, you know? <laughs> I have one of those. I could do the operation on, <laughs> on Aaron Judge. No, but I would imagine they got to like slice it open and then do this grinder on it and then remove the rib. I don't know. We got to look this up. I got to see where this rib is. But anyway, that's Stitch. Mario, the next word, please. Lash. Lash. Wow, my eyes are getting, my eyes are getting bad. I thought it was leash for a second. Um... I was thinking of the Pearl Jam song Leash, which is a very under uh, underappreciated song. But it's great. It's great. Leash, one of my favorite songs. Haven't heard it in a long time. They don't play it live a lot. Been listening to a lot of um, Pearl Jam in the car. Have that. You know what's really cool on my truck is that I can. I was able to hit a button. Listen off of my um, an old iPod. And you can hit it, and you you can just do Pearl Jam as your favorite. I got Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters top two there, of course, right? But Leash, really, really great song. Go check it out. Um, but where are we going to go with this? Leash. I don't know. Do you know the expression short leash? He's on a short leash. Uh, they use that for pitchers a lot, right? He's on a short leash. We'll see. Um I, you know, one thing I did, I didn't, I never finished the David Cohn book, but I picked it up recently talking, speaking of pictures and man, that's such a good book. I love it. I guess I, I just don't make the time to read anything. Although I saw something funny the other day that said <laughs> something about like this whole list of things that, um, you should do. And it's like meditate every day, drink a gallon of water, this, and one was read for at least 30 minutes a day and there was some meme that said i read twitter for 30 minutes per day <laughs> that counts right 
just true. You know, it's funny. I will, I will get onto Twitter and read all about the Yankee stuff or articles, but I got to go pick up David Cohn's book instead because, man, it's such a good book. I really, really enjoy it. We were off last week. We were in Vegas and uh, brought that on the trip. And now I've usually st- stopped bringing books on trips because they just sit there, but I actually read on the plane David Cohn's book. So go check it out. We're doing a lot of we were doing every show because he followed us on Twitter for David Cohn's uh, book back in the day. Um, and then we stopped. You know, we stopped. That was the promise that we were going to do it every game, but every day, but uh, every show. But we had stopped. Didn't, didn't hear back from David's people about that interview. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we stopped. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we were not um, contributing to his book sales. <laughs> Although my friend, my friend Mike did buy it, I think, based on... Um, my recommendation. And uh, it's a good book. You guys should go get it and check it out. Give him a resurgence. <laughs> David Cohn, full count resurgence. All right. Anyway. Oh, wait, the word was lash. It wasn't leash. <laughs> oh, my goodness, lash. So eyelash. Uh, lash. Lash means to like hit a lashing, right? That could be lash. That's a tough one. That is tough, dude. Lash. Oh my goodness. I don't know where to go with lash. Eyelash. Um, I don't know. I really don't. This, this could be the stump. This could be the stumper. I can't believe I just went off thinking, <laughs> saying I knew it wasn't leash and now it is leash. Leash. Lash. Get off of that. Lash. 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 Hmm. I don't know. Can we say I want to give like what was what was back in the day? They they said uh, punishment like back in the day was like twenty one lashes, right? Something like that where they like whipped you. We're talking like medieval times, right? So I would like to give the Yankees medical staff uh, someone should go give them lashings, lashes, like a hundred and one lashes with a belt or a whip. Come on. My goodness, this medical staff, they, they need to fire them or hire, you know, a full-time one like we talked about. But I guess that's where I got to go with it because Mario, that is a tough one. That, that maybe could be considered the first one that we stumped, even though I did get it. Lash. How'd you come up with that one? <laughs> it's good. You're trying to, you're really testing me. You were testing me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a little bit of a lame way to go with the with that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna consider it. Come on, can we consider it? This is this is our show. We can do what we want, right? <laughs> lash, lash. Anything else we can think of? I guess we could say something with eyelash, eyelash, eyes. Picture. No, no, it's something. Eyelashes are near your eyes, and it's really amazing how great of vision players have to have their eyes have to be like amazing because someone is 60 feet away from you throwing 100 miles per hour really really is amazing what these guys can do to be able to pick up a ball going 100 miles per hour and you know everybody basically can hit 100 mile per hour fastballs without any movement so that's astonishing in itself i would love to be in the box just to see how like fast 
of a blur that is going by you at 100 miles per hour. Must be amazing. It must just be like a white like blip all of a sudden like in the catcher's mitt. Man, that was pretty good, right? <laughs> it kind of makes up for, for the lashings, but we're going to go with it. All right, Mario, the last word, please. Forever. Forever. Well, one thing I think of is I will forever be a Yankee fan. There is, there is no uh, getting around that. And I was thinking, you know, on a side note, what happened with the Red Sox cheating thing? That's all dropped. Are they like are they like covering this up now? There's they're not getting any penalties. Wasn't the commissioner's league did I miss this? Wasn't the commissioner's league uh commissioner's office uh, investigating this? You know, core is gone. How did they not do anything with this? Well, cuz I was thinking about it. If the Yankees were caught, would I Still forever be a fan. I would be. I would. I definitely would be. The, you know, the cheating scandal, I would be disappointed. I would, I would be, you know, downplaying it, unlike the Astros fans. But I would always come back. I would always come back. Uh, I really would. I'd be really disappointed. I would be really, really sad about it. And I wouldn't be, like, embracing it like the Astros and their whole, like, wearing, you know, cheaters stuff and... and <sighs> It's just ridiculous. And, and Major League Baseball, from, you know, you read Tony Clark, the players rep, is going, like, from team to team. And he does it every spring training. And players are pissed. Read a Zach Britton uh, quote, an article about how pissed he was. But I don't even want to go into the Astros thing again. It's, it's just ridiculous. But we got to find out where this Red Sox investigation is going. All right? Maybe we'll have that for the next show. So that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us. We got there. Lash almost got us, but we did it. Another show in the books. I can't remember how many we're up to, but it's like 160-something. 160, 160, are we at 170? I don't know. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. As always, constant, constant appreciation for our fans who support us. And, you know, like we say, get in touch with us. Would love to get some feedback from you. That is all. We're going to go... And remember, let's go Yankees.